0: Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Adeyemo. There has been a series
1: that uh, we have been talking about that we're going to start today. and It's going to be a four-part four part series. Um, I believe it's a crucial topic for every child of God to understand. It's called the Believer's Authority. Every child of God should know the authority that he or she has been given. The authority you have in Christ Jesus. Ever since we gave our lives to Jesus Christ, some things changed for us spiritually. Now, it's our duty, it's our responsibility as children of God now to discover those things that have been rightfully laid in stock for us or that has rightfully become ours when we give our lives to Jesus. Now, like I said, it is important for us to know because it is the truth that you know that will set you free. Not the truth that you assume, not the truth that you ought to know. It is the truth you know that will set you free. Laying a foundation for the believer's authority, I want you to know that you have authority over the kingdom of darkness. You have authority over the devil. You have authority over whatever the devil has in stock or is in control of. And um, it's important for us to know these things. As Christians, we should never be afraid of the devil or demons. Who are the demons? The demons are the fallen angels. They were the same. Um, you see, when the devil fell from heaven, he convinced a third of the angels to rebel with him against the Almighty. And this third of the angels, the Bible makes us to understand in Revelations 12, that they were cast down. And this rebellious group of people, they followed Satan, who was, I mean, Lucifer, who was the archangel, so to speak, in heaven. And uh, he rebelled against the Almighty and he was cast out of heaven. No place was found for him because iniquity was found in him, Isaiah 14. And uh, ever since then, he had been waging war, so to speak, against God, against whatever God has created or what God has including you and I. Praise God. But the word of God wants us to know that, I mean, you live in this part of eternity and you are aware that there are devils and there are demons and so on and so forth. But God wants you to understand that the day your status changed, the day you became a born-again Christian, the day you became a child of God, uh, some things change in the realm of a spirit for you. And part of what changed is that now you have authority. Everybody say authority. You have authority over the devil himself. You have authority over demons and and so on. Well, this authority, I want you to know what it is simply means there are two extremes when it comes to people facing this authority thing. Some people are so afraid of the devil that they even whisper, ah, don't make too much noise. Don't make too much noise. You know, they are so afraid of the devil, they whisper around whenever they see the operation of darkness, they whisper. Praise God. Then there's another, then there's another extreme that people who think they can fight the devil. Say, I'm going to wrestle with the devil all night. So, there's this school of thought that, oh, let's not talk too loud. You know, let's be gentle about the devil. In short, they are fearful. And there's this other extreme that will say, oh, we are going to fight the devil all night. We're going to wrestle with him all night. Uh, we're going to conquer him all night. Now, let me quickly tell you the two extremes are wrong. Praise God. We are in a place of authority. Authority simply means delegated power. Praise God. I said it once here that look at those policemen when they are controlling traffic, whether there's a disaster that happened or whether something wrong went wrong and um, They stay in the middle of a road and an 18-wheeler truck is coming and they just put up their hands to say stop. They say move this direction and they move that direction. What is going on there is authority. That's authority in display. Authority simply means delegated power. The Constitution has delegated power to the police people. To do such. Now, if you want to look at power in terms of power, the 18 wheeler truck is bigger than the gentleman standing in front of it or the lady standing in front of it telling him to do this or that. Is actually bigger. And actually uh, in terms of power, it can overpower the person standing in front. But You see, the authority that backs the person standing in front, the power that backs that authority, because authority is as big as the power backing it, is the whole of the constitution of a whole nation that is backing that person. So, that person says, go to the left, you have to go to the left. Go to the right, you have to go to the right. Praise God. Excuse me, is that person wrestling or has to shout on top of his or her lungs to the person? No, you don't have to. Praise God. You say, go, it goes. Turn to your left, they turn. Turn to your right, they turn. Why? Because of a power, delegated power given to them. We call authority and the whole constitution of the nation backs that little individual that is starting standing before that it will alter. That's the way it is. All power. All power. All the powers of heaven is giving you this authority over the devil and all his demons. Praise God. Every power that heaven has has backed you up as a believer. Giving you that authority Praise God. When Jesus defeated Satan through his death at Calvary, during his three days in the pit of hell, that is found in Colossians 2:15. The Bible says he made a public disgrace. He made a public show of principalities and powers. He conquered the devil and all his demonic forces. He also took the keys of of hell and death from Satan. That's in Revelations 1 18. Let's quickly turn there in Bible studies. Let's keep on referring to scriptures. Revelations 1 18. I am he that liveth and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and and of death. Praise God. That is not a boast. That is a true statement. It was collected after he died on the cross and went to the grave. You see? Say I was him that was dead. He died for three days. Praise God. He transferred this authority before he ascended into heaven He transferred the authority over principalities and powers, over the devil and all his courts and all the demons. He transferred that authority to every believer. Some people think, oh, he has transferred it to some special believers. Or he has transferred it to only people in the fivefold ministry. Only people who are, are called of God. Those who are called, those who are anointed, those are the only people who have power over the devil. No, 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 a thousand times, no. Every believer has been given power. Not a few Christians, not those called to the fivefold ministries alone, not those who are anointed and ordained into ministry alone, no. Every believer. How many people? Oh, come on, talk to me tonight. How many people? every believer, every child of God has got this power, has got this authority over the devil. Now, like I told you earlier, who is the one backing this authority? Who? Who is backing the authority given to believers? You see, authority has the value of the power backing it. Praise God. If you have no power backing you, then the authority is as good as useless. But the authority, somebody who has delegated power, is directly proportional to the power that backs it. Now, you have to know the power backing you as a child of God. This is not the authority of maybe because you had a good pizza last night or, you know, sometimes when you have this good food you like, you're excited. No, 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 no. it's not the authority of food. Praise God. It's not the authority of fool. It is, it is the authority of the heavens backing you up. Do you understand that? The whole power, when Jesus said all power in heaven, in earth, underneath the earth has been given to me. When he said all power, all power, every power that exists anywhere has been given. Praise God. And what did he do to that power? What did he do to that power? He gave it to you. He delegated that power to you. That in his name, which invokes that power, you can do stuff. Praise God. Now, now we're still going to get there. Well, some people are already thinking, oh, if you can do stuff, how come one thing or the other is not happening? No, wait, 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 we'll get there. Let us first understand this that is it true that all this power has been given? let's read Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Let somebody from this column read Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And somebody from the mid- middle column can also read Mark sixteen fifteen to 18. Praise God. Yep. You can just put your hands up and Somebody will bring that, the microphone to you. Uh, That's uh, Matthew 18, I mean Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Everybody shy to read today? Thank you so much. Uh, Matthew
0: 28, 18 to 20.
1: Yeah.
0: Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given you all authority in heaven and on earth, 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 20, yep. teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have mm-hmm. given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age.
1: Look at that. He's always with us. He has delega- given us, delegated the power to us, which is authority. I like that translation. Delegated power is authority. And he said, all power. Where? Where are these powers? Let's go back to 18. Let's see. 18, verse 18. It says, And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power. Everybody say, All power is given unto me in heaven and where? And in the earth. All power. All power. And I've given this power to you. I've delegated it to you. And I'm going to be with you always. All power. Come on, everybody say, All power. You need to be conscious of it. Say it like you mean, all power. Okay. Now, does he mean what he says? Does he say what he means? How many believers do we have in the house who believe that all power has been given to who? Some people are still saying to Jesus. I know he's giving to Jesus. Is Jesus talking here? He has given all power to who? So, say it like you mean it. All power has been given to me. The way some of you are still saying it, uh, no, it's Jesus that all power has been given. Say it like you mean it. All power has been given to me. All right. So, this authority belongs to us. Whether we realize it or not, whether we use it or not, it's given to us. Jesus has already given that power to us. Whether we exercise ourselves in that power or we don't, whether we tell the devil to go to where he belongs or we don't, that power has still been given to us. When was it given to us? The day he made this pronouncement. The day he told the disciples, he said, go and make disciples of all nations because the same power is given to them. Praise God. Satan does not want us to learn about this authority at all. Some of us, he knows we can't turn our backs to Jesus. Fine. But don't exercise that authority. Because if you start exercising the authority, he has no choice but to do what? To obey. So he doesn't want you to know about it. He doesn't want you. In fact, he hates a teaching like this. Telling God's people that authority has been given to them and they should exercise themselves in it. What I'm saying to you today is not strange to many believers. You must have heard it, whether in believers class or somewhere, yes. But you ask yourself the question, when last did you really exercise your authority as a believer? In those challenges of life you face, how long? Because sometimes, you know, we we exercise it a little bit and after a while, what do we do? We accept. God didn't tell you to accept. He never told you to do that. Whatever the devil wants to give to you. To exercise your authority. As a believer, can I hear your amen? So, this authority belongs to us. Praise God. Satan does not want us to learn about the authority we have over him and will do all he can to hide this truth from us. If he can blind our eyes to this authority we have as believers, he will keep on defeating us. If he blinds our eyes to this authority, he will keep on. Defeat. That's why. See, for a long time, I would want to teach this. It will keep on delaying. I wanted. To, I said this time around, no. The people of God must know about the authority they have as believers. Believers' authority. Amen. Now that we know that we have authority over the enemy, it's up to us. And I will keep on emphasizing this. It is up to us. It's not up to God anymore. It's up to us to exercise or enforce that authority. It is up to us. It's no longer God's business. He has given you the authority. It is left to you to exercise your authority. It is left to you to do something about it. Praise the Lord. It does not work automatically. It's not enough to know that we have authority over Him, over the devil. If we don't use that authority, we are allowing the enemy to dominate us. Only knowledge that is acted upon will bring results. I will say that again. Only knowledge that is acted upon that will bring results. That is faith in action. Faith is acting on the word of God. It is only the word you act upon that will bring results to you. Praise God. I said, Praise God. Because Jesus triumphed over Satan, we don't have to war against the enemy. <laughs> Our combat with the enemy is in the form and the, from a viewpoint. That is defeated already. We approach him as a defeated foe. Praise God. Our battle is enforcing what Christ did and what Christ won for us. That is our battle. Enforcing it. Enforcing it. That this is the final authority. Praise God. Satan can't dominate unless we allow him to. And I believe with all my heart, in this season, you will not allow him. I did not hear your amen. Praise the Lord. When we realize this and walk in the authority that he has given to us, we will enjoy the reality of what is rightfully ours in every area of our life. We'll enjoy it. Walking in that authority. Praise the Lord. I want to share some facts about our authority. Just a few facts. Number one, Jesus transferred his authority to the church. Is that correct? Number two, we must act on the word for it to work for us. It does not work automatically. You must act on it. Number three, the devil cannot dominate us unless we allow him to. He can't. He doesn't have the permission. He doesn't have the authority. We have the authority. But if we allow him, he will. Number four, it's knowing the truth that will set us free. When we know the truth... The truth we know will make us free. Number five, many Christians have tried to do through prayer what only God's word will do. Stick to God's word. Of course, we do pray, but both has its place in destiny. Number six, according to Ephesians 6.10, we are to be strong in the Lord, not in ourselves. Again, I want us to read that. We should be strong in the Lord, not in ourselves. Can we read Ephesians six ten to 12? We'll read it from this column. This column right here. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, then we'll go to 12. Yes, who wants to do it for us? Thank you, Sister Felicia.
0: Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Yeah. Finally, my brethren, mm-hmm. be strong in the Lord mm-hmm. and in the power of his might. Yes. Put on the whole armor of God mm-hmm. that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. hmm for we wrestle, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities uh, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now,
1: so, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah, go on. 13. Wherefore, yeah.
0: Take unto you the whole arm of, arm of God, God. That, that you, you may, may be able, able to withstand stand in the evil today. day. Praise and having God. done all to stand.
1: Stand therefore. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So the Bible says first of all in verse 10 that we should be strong in ourselves. Hmm? To be strong, where in the Lord. Very good. What does it mean to be strong in the Lord? This Bible study. Let's break it down. What does it mean? How how are you going to take self away and be strong in the Lord? What, what are you going to do? What are the things you are supposed to do so that? You are obeying the scriptures. You are not strong, as it were, in yourself. You are strong in the Lord, as the Bible has instructed. Yes, it's open. What does it mean to be strong in the Lord? What what is what is what what are the things you do when the Bible says, "Don't be strong in yourself." Let's first break it down. What does it mean not to be strong in yourself? Again? Yeah, that's to be strong. But what does it mean not to be strong in yourself? I've just made a profound statement. I said, we should not be strong in ourselves, but we should be strong in the Lord. That's the instruction. Finally, brethren, be what? Be strong in who? In the Lord. So, what we can take that statement flippantly, and not know what it actually means. What does it mean to be strong in the Lord? Yes, Sister Charmaine.
0: Yes, good night. Um, that means you have to know the, the the word of the Lord. Know know what the word says. To, to be strong you have to know what the word says mm. and live in the way the Bible tells us to live to do the right things of in the, bearing the fruit of the spirit and stuff like that
1: <laughs> you have gone uh, a little bit deeper to be strong in the Lord hmm. anyone who has suggested?
0: Since we were uh, we came into the Lord by being born again, by being birthed in the spirit. Yeah. So to be strong in the Lord is to be strong in the spirit. And the things we do to be strong in the spirit is by feeding on his word and also building our spiritual man. Bible says we edify ourselves by praying in the spirit, right? We build up ourselves in our most holy faith as we pray in the spirit. We feast also on his word to, to grow spiritually. So growth in the spirit is to be strong in the Lord.
1: Praise God. That's very comprehensive. Thank you sir. Very good. Let's appreciate him. He really went on. But okay, let's take it from the simple point of view of being strong in the Lord. It means you are strong. Your faith, your trust, your belief is in what he has. Thank you. His word. That's why I love what you said there and shaman to mention this word your absolute confidence absolute trust absolute belief is in the world. and you are strong in it because of what he has said and who has said it when he said all power has been given was he joking Was all power actually given to you? You believe that all power is with you. And what did he say after he gave you all power? Let's go to that place again. Matthew 28. After he said all power in heaven and earth has been given to you, he backed it up with something again that you should not. You see, that is where your faith and confidence, this is the area you must be strong. You don't look at a situation and a circumstance an issue or a challenge if you keep on looking at that what you, what, what do you think will happen okay for example okay let, let me give you an example i, I ha, a challenge i'm not getting a job i've tried and tried to get a job i i, I don't getting a job now I've gone for interviews. Gone for, uh, uh, it's not working. I've applied faith. I've applied all the things. I've lifted up my hands. It didn't work. The last time, pastor laid hands. It didn't work. I'm even believing God for him to lay his legs. Maybe legs will work instead of hands. You know, anything is not working. I've tried. I've exercised my faith the way I know how to do it, but it's not coming through. All right? So, here am I. I've tried, but I don't have the results, the Bible said. Now, I've tried. I'm looking at the situation. I'm looking at the circumstance. I'm looking at all that I have put in, but zero. What did the Bible say I should do? Be strong in the Lord. What am I being strong in? What am I being strong in by my, my interview, my job search, my... What am I being strong in? No, no, no. My interview. I'm complaining. I'm complaining about my. I'm telling you all the effort I've put in. I've put in. I, I. What am I being strong in? i have been strong in myself. What should I be strong in? In the Lord. So even though this is my experience, even though this is my circumstance, even though this is my situation, what should I be strong in? In the Lord. So how will I be strong in the Lord? Huh? I turn my focus on what he has. So that's what I will be strong in. Instead of getting stronger in the it's not working, Instead of me getting stronger, in look, I've been applying for job for the past three years, it hasn't worked. Is either God is alive or God is dead? Instead of being strong in that belief system that sometimes it doesn't work, what did the Bible say? I should be strong, not in my circumstance, but what? In the Lord. So, how do I get strong in the Lord, like we said earlier? In what he has said. Rejoice not over me, my enemy, because when I fall, I will do what? I will rise again. Who am I being strong in? The Lord. Who said that? The Lord. That's what I choose to be strong. Now, it's a choice. You have to choose where you're going to stand. Am I going to exercise the authority he has given me over this situation, I'm going to allow this situation to buckle me down. Praise God. That's how it works. Don't forget, it is you to exercise yourself in the authority he has given to you. Praise God. There were people, God in Hebrews chapter 11. There were people who exercised their faith also. I don't want to wait that long. How many people want to wait 25 years? No. But Abraham did wait 25 years. He staggered not at the promise. Praise God. Amen. He staggered not at the promise. The Bible says he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. But did the child come? Okay. That's where you must be strong in the Lord. That is where our faith resides in. Praise God. We're strong in the Lord. We don't, we don't have any other place. We don't have any other God. We don't have any other family. And faithful is he. That has what? That has promised. What's my job? To keep on being strong in him. Exercising my authority. I've got to be strong. To the point. Look at, look at the account of Abraham. The Bible says he was not weak in faith. But he was strong in faith giving glory to God. He called those things that be not as though they are. He believed God. He was strong in him. These are the days let me tell you the book of Acts was not closed. You know why it wasn't closed? That's was one of the books of revival wasn't closed because they want to add your name to it. As one of the people who made exploits by faith on the earth. Where is he going to start? Is this authority he has given you? Is this delegated power he has given you? And you need to constantly exercise yourself in it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are you being blessed tonight? Praise God. let's go. Let's go on. <laughs> something happened of recent. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So, something happened of recent. That there, there was a member of this church, of course, you know what happened? Um, well, I don't want to repeat what happened, but Mama, uh, not Bama Francine, my, Bama Regine, okay, God bless you. So, we went to, I, I went to visit her, and on the day I went to visit her, some of you can remember the day we had um, Walker Summit, Walker Summit. I don't know what happened, my leg again, you know. This time, it came in an excruciating way. I had inflammation on my knee. I didn't know where it came from. I was saying, what's, what's wrong with it? I prayed, I toned, I exercised well already. But the thing, in fact, I had to consult because my wife wasn't around. No, okay, she went somewhere. She came late in the night. She gave me some instructions. She said, well, the way I look at it is, I first consulted Dickness Bola." I said, the, of the, mother. The, mother said ah, the way I'm looking at this thing, you have to go to emergency. They will take, um, I think it's a fluid. They will have to take fluid out. He said, minor now. this thing. I said, doctor, to touch my body. No, it doesn't work. Uh, I got to my wife and said, okay. This is a, she bought a cannon of uh, a very big bottle of water said yeah i've looked at it it looks like inflammation but you're going to take lots of water overnight i'm sleeping on that side you know you're on this side it's right beside you don't wake me up in the night just go come back you'll be going to toilet a lot that's what you need lots of water okay the following day i was glad at least i could walk out of bed Because it was excruciating in the night. I thought of many times I've gotten to the emergency and back, emergency and back. I said, I go to emergency to pray for people. I'm not going to be the one going to emergency. I refuse it. I reject it. I was just exercising my authority. It's not funny what I'm saying. But do you know what happened at the end of the day? At least I was able to move out that night. We finished uh, the thing. Then I remember I still have to do visitation. Okay, I went to Mama Regine's house. God is a humorous God. When I got to her house, there were so many people that by the grace of God, the authority I had been exercising, they were beneficiaries of it. The first one was a young lady. She looked so much beautiful. I almost couldn't recognize her. I remember that lady when she was a teenager. She wanted to commit suicide. Her parents just dragged that to me. I remember. I don't even think we have moved here, there, or maybe we just moved in here. Dragged her that to me, and what happened? She wanted to. She wanted to commit suicide, and she was serious about. She had already started doing. I've been cutting ourselves in short and i remember i said in the name of jesus christ of nazareth you will fulfill your destiny you will not be taken this is the devil lying to you she had been hearing voices that time blah 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 do you know immediately she saw me it was even embarrassing she just came, hugged me and was crying on my shoulders telling me her testimony. She said, do you remember me, Papa? She was right, and now she told me her story. Uh, I said, of course I remember you now. She said, look at you, this and that. Today, by the grace of God, she's in her final year in her nursing. Praise God. I was glad. She hadn't finished. The other person who stood up said, do you remember me? And I remember the other lady because she also had a leg problem. And I remembered in that God of wonders as I did my hand like this, boom, she fell under the power of God. She said, because the complication she was having, they were supposed, they were almost a foot away from saying, uh, we think we are going to take this leg out. Amputated leg. But look at what the Lord did. Healed her. You know what happened? What was funny in that day, that day was that when it was time for me to go, I was Tala, Tulu, tolu, Tulu, Tala. I was still hopping. And all of them said, no, pastor. You sit. And they all laid hands on my leg. And they and I was enjoying it. I said, glory be to God. Look at what God is doing. They are now exercising authority also. that Whichever demon is there, get out in the name of Jesus. Do you know what that did to my faith? It boosted my own faith too. I said, praise God. I said, "I what emergency? I, I even drove past it. And I said, ah. You know, I'm not coming there. The Lord has healed me exercising your authority it's your fault if you don't exercise your authority. god has given it to you you must exercise it and this is where i want you to see matthew 28 let's put it up there not only has he given you authority not only has he given you authority praise god come on let's put our hands together for jesus god is wonderful And Jesus came and spake to them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, including exercising your authority. And lo, I am with you. I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. So, not only has he given me authority, not only has he given me power to exercise over all demonic spirits and all Satan has got to offer, he promised me that he will do what? Be with me when? Sometimes, come on, tap your neighbor, God is with you. He did not only give you the power. He did not only give you the authority. He himself said, I'm backing you up. Praise God. What else do you want? If you're on the winning side, come on, shout amen. I need need words like this for my life. I need it. Christianity is the only religion in the world in which the God we worship lives in us. He lives on the inside of us. Well, I'm using the word religion because uh, just for category, categorizing, to be able to categorize where our faith set belongs. Christianity, of course, is not a religion, but it's the only, um, the only belief system, so to speak, that have, has God on our inside. The authority we have as believers belong to us, whether we know it or not. Number nine, if Christians have challenges in their lives, it's because they have not exercised the authority and they have allowed problems to exist. Amen. Now, listen to me. Let me put a balance to that. It's not that in the world, the Bible says the habitation of the earth is full of cruelty. In the world we live in, we'll have challenges. We'll have things that will challenge our faith to the very core. Things that will want to take away our joy. That we want to take away our peace. We will have it from time to time because that's just the habitation of the earth. In this part of eternity, even the word of God tells us we will have tribulation. We will have Things like that. But listen, he said, uh, don't let it trouble you. Praise God. Because there is a way of escape. God has made a way for us. Amen. Authority is simply delegated power. Praise God. I have some questions here that I just want us to use as a case study to, to really be able to take something home with this teaching. In what ways have you used the authority Jesus dedicated to you? Number one. Number two, are there areas of your life where you have not used your authority as a believer? That's another question. Number two. Number three, what practical steps can you take so you always operate in the authority you have been given. What practical steps can you take? Now, these questions will answer a lot of things in our hearts. From what I've just taught you now, I have about six questions here. I mean, uh, this is just three of sect one. I have about six sects, but we can't go over everything. I'll just take one and maybe two in the next teachings I would do. I want you all to answer the question, and if there's anybody, just contribute. Uh, it's simple. In what ways have you used the authority Jesus delegated to you? I'm sure it's not your first time seeing that scripture or power has been given to you, and so on. So, let somebody just tell me, in your own life, in, in your own practical way. How have you exercised that authority? Have you used the name of Jesus on something before, or uh, a challenge? And praise God. Yes, yes, uh, Sister Long.
0: Praise God. God bless you. Um, I had an incident last week at work where um, somebody brought in biscuits and everything. I was telling myself this biscuit was suspicious. Blah blah blah. I shouldn't eat it. I ended up eating it. And I noticed a few minutes later I was sitting down and my ankle started aching really badly for no reason. I wasn't walking, I wasn't doing anything, I just sat down. I had a client in front of me, I had to take off my boots and start massaging my ankle. By the time I was leaving the office that evening, I was limping. I could barely walk from, If my colleagues saw me and said, what happened to you, why are you limping? I said, honestly, I do not know. And I kept thinking about it, this is not normal. If I fell, I would understood that. This cost it. So I said saying no, I will not accept this. My body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. It is not of God. It is not of me. Or for me to not stay in me. And I kept saying it all evening. And I went to bed and I just kept saying no, this is not for me. And I woke up in the morning, it was gone. So I was able to exercise my authority there.
1: Praise God. you did not accept it. You exercise your authority in the name of Jesus. You declared it's not your portion. You resisted. Bible says when you resist the devil, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will do what? He will flee. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. All right? That's an issue of with health. Any other area somebody has another experience in pushing back or resisting the devil or exercising that authority, that delegated authority, that you have in Jesus Christ. Any other person addition, please don't be shy. Let's let's learn. We are all learning. Praise God. Praise God. There are shy people in the house today. Praise God. All right. Thank you, ma'am.
2: That's good. Hi um Well, I've been going through some things, and um, thank I, you for
1: coming out on Sunday. I saw you at Niagara. Now,
2: yeah, Praise yeah, it was God. great. Awesome. That was good. Awesome
1: time.
2: Yeah, um, going through a lot of things, and um, I just believe that uh, you know it's very important to be in the house of the Lord as much as possible, and um, so I'm trying to grab um, wherever I can go to a service. I'm, I'm praying, reading my Bible a lot at home but when god gives me a scripture verse i write it on my whiteboard at home i have like a a wall he says you know to write the scripture on the walls of your house and you can pray over your house and whatever you're going through so i'm believing that's me um i never would do something like that before but um you know like you say you have to take authority in your in your faith and your belief in jesus christ and Mm -hmm. um so i'm doing that i'm taking the the control back that satan was using over me in my life and um you know god has given me that authority to do so so i am believing with everything i have and i'm being obedient to the holy spirit and i'm i'm just writing that revelation those scriptures that he gives me i'm writing them on the walls in the house and i'm praying over it and even though it seems like impossible he is the god of possibilities and I've seen him move. I've seen him move. So, you just, you know, no matter how rough it gets, just, just like you said, just keep holding to that faith and, and the authority that you're talking about.
1: Praise God. Amen. I'm looking forward to, uh, celebrating your testimony with you. And, um, I'm already challenged by faith by taking those steps in exercising. The authority taking practical steps and i'm sure one or two of us have learned from what you are even saying that's a that's a that's a bold step i mean going even to the walls of your house to write it down the Bible, is the right description right division make it bold and uh, you're exercising that authority in jesus name. and keep on keeping on because the bible says those words never return void until it accomplishes the purpose for which it has been sent. And God will give you victory on every side. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. All right. Are there areas in your life where you have not used your authority as a believer? Are there areas? Look at your life. Just quickly look at it. And say, is there an area... I have not used my authority as a believer. Praise God. Sometimes we have it. I I, I could give you. I could give you an example. Uh, I don't know what happened. I think I went. I went somewhere one day, and uh, people were believing God for healing, and. And uh, well, I felt I didn't need I didn't need uh healing in my body. <laughs> Praise God. Until somebody pointed it out to me. Sometimes you don't you, you don't know. He said he said, Pastor, you can believe God to stop wearing glasses too. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting you know. Sometimes you see, some I mean I wasn't conscious of that, that's I mean, the eye has been corrected. Thank God for, uh, for doctors, but that's an area of my life. I could exercise my authority. Are you getting what I'm saying? I look at, I look, I think my mother started using glasses at the age of 80. I could have done better. How old am I mind that I'm using glasses? Well, uh, my general overseer, he's 78 now, and He's not. He doesn't use. I was just with Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland is eighty-three. He doesn't use glasses. He's, the Bible says uh, Moses died at one hundred and twenty, and his eyes were not dim. It wasn't dim. It was as bright as as an eagle. So I, I'm confessing to you. I'm letting you know that that's an area of my life I can't exercise my authority. I can't exercise my authority as a believer. Thank God for doctors, corrected. I mean, when I have this extra pair of eyes, I see very well. Praise God. Amen. And thank God for doctors, I bless them. But I can exercise my authority. Praise God. Amen. So there can be areas of your life that you need to exercise your authority. Maybe it's the car you drive. Maybe you need to exercise your authority. Praise God. That the God you serve can do better. Amen. But you've got to exercise your authority. There might be something you're going through right now. Praise God. Now you can exercise your authority. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So with God, how many things are possible? All things. He said he's not only giving us that delegated power. He's not only giving us authority. He's going to be with us. So having that kind of backing, uh, we should go out there to the world and make it incredible impact. Amen. In every area of our lives, we should do that thorough examination. Look at it. Which areas can, can can more be done in the kingdom on my behalf because of this authority that I have in Jesus Christ. Don't ever forget that. We need to exercise it. We need to. We must act on that authority. If we don't, We are allowing or permitting the enemy to grain more grounds. Praise
0: God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. And Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.